Hello and welcome to the 10th episode of Woman Conversations for the Curious, a podcast I created for women looking to squeeze more juice out of life. I'm Amy Crawford, founder of online wellness hub, The Holistic Ingredient, mindset therapist, blogger, whole food lover, and more than a little bit passionate about helping you feel comfortable around what it is to be a woman. Today, I wanted to have a chat around the importance of listening to your body when it says yes, even when the world or those around you say no, and the importance of learning to trust in your body and the connection you feel with your body over your mind when it comes to making decisions. And one of the reasons I want to talk about this is because of a recent um, personal experience of mine, which was to say yes to a proposal um, to marriage with a beautiful human who I hadn't known for very long. And I feel that my conviction in the yes has come about as a result of many years of experience of trying to trust in my body. Um, But I wanted to share with you my process in terms of ascertaining how I felt in my body and how I made this decision in the moment to say yes to Andrew, my current fiancé, but also in doing so um, try and help give you more confidence in your body and the decisions that you make. So I'll preface all of this by saying that a couple of years ago, I kicked off some studies with human design. Now, if you've not yet looked into human design, I urge you to do so. You just go to mybodygraph.com. It's free. And pop in your full birthday, your um, city of birth, and the exact time at which you were born. And you ideally, you need the exact time, not 6 p.m., but if it was three minutes past six, get as, ac- get as accurate a number as you can. You plug it, all re- plug it all in and it essentially gives you your energetic blueprint. Now, this energetic blueprint helps you understand what you're here to do, how you're here to do it, and how you energetically engage with life. And if you go and get your report, as I said, you get it for free, um, it'll produce some simple details uh, that then I'm pretty certain will send you going down many a rabbit hole. And you can then jump online and pay somebody to give you a much more detailed report, which is what I did. Um, But I want to say it was just such a powerful understanding what I'm here to do, how how I am meant to respond to life has markedly impacted the way in which I make decisions and how I show up every day, actually. So I encourage you to look into this if you haven't. Um, I'm not going to go into much detail about human, any more detail about human design really today because I will interview an expert around this soon and leave her to the details. But um, there is a couple of things I will mention around it. So I think one of the most valuable learnings for me was how I, how I am to make energetically correct decisions and how I learned to trust in my body, not my mind, when it comes to making these decisions. So to give you an example, some of us will make decisions based on a quiet ping, just this kind of inner, an inner knowing. Others will make a decision based on a true gut feel, like an explosion that feels like a blatant yes or no. Um, Some of us will make decisions based on our emotions. So whether we are 
on an emotional high or low and are meant to make decisions when we are balanced, when we are on an even keel. So we should delay making a decision until we are down from a high or up from a low, if that makes sense. Now, when we don't listen to our bodies, I, I think you'll agree that many interesting things can happen. Um, now, I'll give you an example. A few years ago, I was in a relationship with a guy that wasn't serving me. Um, there were red flags from the outset that I chose to ignore, ultimately because of a sense of dependency I'd developed in this guy who was supporting me through a very difficult, um, personally challenging time that had been a little bit traumatic. And he had proven during this time to be, or what felt like a bit of a backbone for me. So during this our time together, I had experienced some pretty minor panic attacks, but they were panic attacks I'd never experienced. I've never had panic attacks before. Um, and some sort of lingering anxiety. And I, I think many of you will agree that often anxiety comes about because of repressed, repressed emotion that we are refusing to deal with and process. Um, but what also happened that was quite interesting was that I started developing lingering neck pain um, following a drive. To, so this guy lived 45 minutes out of Melbourne and I would develop this neck pain that meant that often I couldn't really turn my head much to the left and it was pretty excruciating. And I had during this time found a traditional Chinese medicine doctor who lived near me, who I would go and see every few weeks to try and rectify this back pain. But also, I mean, this neck pain, but also to support this anxiety that I was feeling, that I was choosing to ignore. Um, and because I felt that I needed the strength of this guy in my life. Now, basically what happened um, is the relationship ended and the neck pain disappeared. And I recall this Chinese medicine doctor saying to me in his broken English, this man, he said, he bad for you. Now he's gone, you be healthy, but he bad for you. He's so bad for you, your neck, it's bad, right? But I just hadn't listened. So I'd, I'd, I was in my mind and I'd convinced myself that I should stay in this relationship because I told myself a story that I needed him, that I wasn't strong enough on my own to cope with what was happening in my life. And I chose to ignore my body as it yelled no. Now, since then, and since my re research into human design, I, I really, I have learnt, I have learnt the power of my body and its ability to communicate with me. Some of us, for some of us, that takes a little bit longer than others. Um, now, during my online dating experience over the last few years, um, or after, you know, on and off over many years, there's been sort of similar examples of when, and I think some of you will, will, will this resonate with some of you, where you might be sitting with a girlfriend on the couch and you're umming and ahhing about how you feel about somebody and you're feeling really angst about it and, oh, but he hasn't called and, oh, it's because it's taken days and I think I like him, I'm not really sure, like he's really funny, but he never really asks much about me and we have these sort of angst conversations. Like I remember years ago now, this probably, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago, um, going to Tassie for Christmas and I had been seeing someone at the time and I was lamenting the fact this guy hadn't called me on Christmas Day, wasn't calling me um, as I expected he might because we were apart and I was telling Dad about it and I said, oh, I just feel really upset about it. And Dad said, Ames, if you, this is how you're feeling, if you're feeling this angst and this uncomfortable, then I think all this, all the message here is that it's just not right for you, right? Because 
if it were right for you, you'd be feeling safe, you'd be feeling comfortable. And I was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know, I was sort of wasn't willing to listen, but this this from my father, like if only I'd listened then, I could have saved myself a little bit of angst. Um, and, and, you know, in defence of many women and many men throughout the online dating or any sort of relationship experience that we have, is that we do get tired of people saying, "But you know when you know you know you'll know when you when you know," or um, um, you know there'll be it'll be it'll, it's meant to be easy and all these sorts of things, right? Which can be feel a bit frustrating when you're going through that process. I'm sure you'll agree. Now, um, going back to my my mention earlier around my um decision to say yes to Andrew when he proposed very early on in our courtship um this this was you know for me a really fascinating experience because I have had enough experience in relationships with others across my life to know when something feels great when something feels okay when something feels mediocre but from the very moment that I met Andrew and when we met for a coffee um, it wasn't necessarily with the intention of us forging a romantic relationship we were meeting to see whether or not we could be companions and he could be like my adventure buddy because I'm sure he won't mind me saying that I didn't have the sense that Andrew was necessarily ready for a relationship at that time. And he said, yeah, maybe you're right because of some significant things that had happened in his life over the last few years. Um, but he said, what if I put my hand up to be your gallery buddy, to be your camping buddy and all these things? And I said, great, that sounds great. And remember, if you listen to my um, Don't Yuck Other People's Yums podcast um, last week, the last episode, my recommendation that was was that you stay open you always stay open in your search for companionship because you just never know what you'll find anyway after saying yes i went and made it, i met andrew for coffee and for both of us there was a very instant knowing um we had a coffee we went for a beautiful walk by the end of the walk i walked away and i said to a friend of mine regardless of what happens here now i truly know what it is that i want and that man is an example of everything that I want in another human being. Now, date two, a few days later, during that date, we both, you know, it was agreed that, that, that what we were experiencing was a romantic date, not a, just a platonic companion. And then from that day on, uh, we started falling in love pretty uh, rapidly as it happens. And within a couple of weeks, in fact, I think it was day 15, Andrew proposed. Now, the reason I titled this podcast what I have, which was why you need to listen to your body, listen when your body says yes, even when the world says no, is because I got a sense very early on from others, there was quite a lot of judgment around my decision to say yes. Um, because how would you know? How do you know someone with that amount of time? How do you, you know, how, how can you possibly know that you want to spend the rest of your life with someone after only spending what was a pretty intensive two weeks with them? But in my body, all I needed to trust and in my mind and in my body was all I needed to trust was my feelings and how I felt, felt within every cell of my body. So on the day that Andrew proposed and it came out of nowhere, 
truth be known, for many days I'd been falling in love and I was checking in on my body every day, asking myself, how am I feeling and how does this make me feeling and how is there anything to be worried about here? Is there any, you know, were there any red flags? I was just scanning. And on this particular day when he proposed, I'll, I don't think I'll ever forget what happened. Andrew proposed on a beach in Port Melbourne. I paused and I scanned my body. I distinctly remember going, okay, knowing that I didn't even have to necessarily make a decision there and then, but I already had this incredible sense of knowing. So I, I remember just sending, scanning my body from my head through to my toes. And I was doing this really quick, are there any red flags? Is there any feeling in your body that's saying it's too soon? You don't know enough about this man. Um, there was there was not one cell in my body in that moment that told me there was any cause for alarm or that I was moving too fast, that we were moving too fast, that this was crazy. All that I got was this powerful yes from every cell of my body there wasn't and there still there hasn't been since any moment where I've gone what am I doing what am I doing or what have I done or what are we doing are we crazy now you know I'm late 40s Andrew's early 50s there's a point where um, you do get a far greater sense of knowing I think but if I had then listened to and not even listened, but felt into the judgment from others, which I found quite fascinating. Um, there were those that knew me well were just very excited, but some I could sense this sense of, but how do you know? And are you serious? And like, <laughs> oh my gosh, you know, you know, one person almost went so far as telling me I was stupid. But anyway. Well, all that I needed to all that I needed to trust was how I felt in my body. And it was a resounding yes, and it's been a resounding yes ever since. And in fact, it just grows and grows by every day, to be honest with you. But the, per the, the, the purpose really in my core message here is that it's important that we get out of our logical mind. If I'd been in my logical mind, I would have found reason to say no and not have continued to will not have made that decision in that moment because of conditioning I'd received across my life or you know I may have said no because of people's judgment of me but instead what I chose to do was trust in the power of my body and the way that I feel in my body and that is one of the most powerful ways in which we can make a decision. But in order to do that, we have to make sure we continue to connect with our body and trust in our feelings. Don't discount them. They are there for a reason. The red flags are there for a reason. Our anxiety is there for a reason. Our, um, our uncertainty, our constant questioning, it's all happening for a reason, as is the powerful yes when we feel it in our body. So on that note, I'm going to leave you to it. I hope those of you who are listening who are trying to make decisions now, I 
are going to take a little bit of time to get out of your logical mind into your body and ask yourself, how am I feeling? And if you're having trouble trusting in the feelings, um, you, some of you might like to listen to a podcast I, I shared recently with Sarah Brooke, which was um, so Sarah talks, so Sarah was talking really around sort of plant medicine and connecting with plants, which is grounding for us to help us then connect with the earth and our feelings. But Bonnie Bliss was also talking about connecting about our bodily connection and self-pleasure and sensory pleasure and, and, and gave us some instruction on how to connect to our bodies in just five minutes a day. And that through the connection with your body will help you trust it far more than you may at the moment. Anyway, I hope that helps and lands where it needs to. And I look forward to chatting to you again soon. Bye. This was episode 10 of Woman, Conversations for the Curious, a podcast with Amy Crawford of The Holistic Ingredient. If you'd like to learn more about my CTC therapy offering and how I can help set you free of anything holding you back from forging truly beautiful relationships, head on over to theholisticingredient.com. Meanwhile, you can find all of the relevant show notes over at theholisticingredient.com forward slash 10. Until next time, stay curious.